What is happening, everyone? Welcome to episode 154 of your favorite podcast, The Grand Podcast. I'm Rose Justin Mahaley, alongside my co-host, Brandon Long. And today, we are deep diving into laziness. Listen, we're all a little bit inherently lazy. So I'm calling every single one of us out, including myself. But I think inside there's going to be some really good information. You guys are going to enjoy a ton. As always, Gordai Podcast brought to you by Revive Supplements, brought to you by Raw Supplements. Use code Mahaley at checkout. Please leave us a five-star rating and review. Inside, we announce the next $100 Amazon gift card winner for that five-star rating and review. I cannot wait to chat with you guys. I'll see you inside. Happy Monday. All right. We are picking this week's Gordai Podcast five-star review winner. We're going to do it live again because that is fun. We will do it live. Uh-oh. They're not loading. Oh, my God. I put my phone in airplane mode. That's why they're not loading. Was that for your nap? What an idiot. No, I just I always do it for the podcast. Um. <laughs> All right, ready? Yep, let me scroll in. All right, tell me. I'm going to stop. Wow. That sucks. The person who I picked rated us four stars. (laughs) 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 Well, they're not winning. There's no way. (laughs) Yeah, four stars. Don't don't say the name, just read the comment. (laughs) But it seems like they meant to put five. Been listening to this podcast since last March. Let me tell you, I've never learned so much information from one spot that I've learned here. Justin is a down-to-earth and incredibly intelligent dude who makes these concepts interesting and easy to learn. Spot gosh the hell out of my day most of the time. But the only is for four stars. Most They're of the time, eligible. that's where that's where that's the thing. Oh man. It's only most, it's of, only the most time. of the time. Fuck. All right, pick it again. All right. Pick it again. And stop. Hey, this is one of my clients. Tim Carr, Timothy Carr, one of the most driven and informational podcasts out there. If you want to change your view on life, learn more about the body and fitness, this one is for you, Timothy. Make sure to send your email over to the Grow It I podcast Instagram page, and Brandon will get that to me, and we'll get you out that $100 Amazon gift card. Uh, make sure to leave us five five-star review. One, two, three, I do not, four. I do not award four-star reviews. Five. Five. You got to have all five. You know, when, when, when I didn't understand how iTunes worked, I'd go on every day and hit that five-star rating on the tap to rate. <laughs> it, only counts you, it only counts you once. You only get one chance at this whole thing, unfortunately. Um, pretty good weekend. It's been a good weekend. Today, mm-hmm. big, big rest day from everything. On Sundays, I don't do any client work either. <laughs> when I say that, I actually spent all Sunday programming for clients. But that's different though. You're not responding to exactly, yeah, exactly. So it's actually it's 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 a nice little day off, little day off the gym. Um, what am I? Nine weeks out. I think I'm nine weeks out. You think something like that? You I'll think? know tomorrow morning when I check. You in. think you were like physically? Is that what you're saying? I think I'm nine <laughs> weeks out. <laughs> I'm gonna say your shows in six weeks. <laughs> we need to expedite three weeks. We yeah, we need to find a way to make up for these three fucking glutes. weeks. Um, I'm feeling pretty good. Obviously, you know, this prep's been pretty low key for a multitude of reasons. Not really posting much about it, man. Honestly, I am finding it so hard to post on Instagram. Yeah. Like I get on, I'm just like, man, this shit, this is a cringeworthy platform. Like there's just some cringeworthy people on there. And like, what's wild is like, like I follow really, you know, I follow some pretty cool people. I follow some pretty dope people. Somehow like cringe just ends up on my page still. Mm. Yeah, it's really kind like of frustrating. Un- unfollowed, unsolicited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, you know, I don't know. There's just a lot that, like, man, social media is just becoming, like, it's too much of a front for me. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, you know, not 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 everyone's winning, and everyone's fucking acting like they're winning. And I just get I get. I can't do like the. I just can't deal with the front. Mm-hmm. I think I need to clean up my following a little bit. But there's gonna be some really, um, there's gonna be some really butt hurt people about who realize that I don't really want to see their shit anymore. Tired of, <laughs> tired of the highlights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hardly even highlights. It's all just like it, bo- It's it's yeah. it's like boasting things that aren't actually that great. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It used to be so real. It used to be. Instagram used to be so real and and spontaneous yeah. and just like raw. Yeah. Information. There was like in this. Like competition, look like they have the most perfect lives. Like the people trying the hardest have the worst ones. Yeah. <laughs> it's so yeah. frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, but today I want to talk about laziness because, well, number one, this is a Monday podcast, and I enjoy starting off Mondays talking with you guys about things that we can change right now, things that we can enforce on Monday and be better on by Friday. Um, you know, truthfully, I'm a pretty inherently lazy individual. I don't think laziness is really like a bad thing, right? Would you say you're inherently lazy? I like to be relaxed all the yeah. time. I like to relax all the time. Yeah, I like to be in a very relaxed state. Mm-hmm. And like I, I, I figure out how to achieve, I figure out how to make troubleshooting and problem solving and um, any sort of, anything that requires effort, I figure out how to make it the most optimal mm-hmm. or efficient. Right. Um, now, definitely not the easiest um, because easiest, you know, you're going to give up some quality there. And we're going to talk a little bit about that, but you know, it's pretty well documented that more effort yields better results. That's kind of like life 101. You get out of anything what you put into it. This is why you are exactly where you deserve to be right now. Everything that you've done in your life has ended you up in the current place you are. That's kind of what you've earned along the way, Right. We all have the mobility to move up, to move down, to move around, to move all that stuff. Um, and, and, you know, nothing, very few things happen by accident. And the things that do happen by accident commonly happen, in my opinion, you know, due to karma. I'm a huge karma guy. Um, I'm a huge manifestation guy. Because commonly when you start manifesting things, you start acting upon them as one. You're much more likely to actually achieve something. Um, what it is something that you you think about, you daydream about, you talk about, you um, you know kind of put it out there before it's actually happened. Like you start talking like it's yours. I think there's a lot of great power in that. Mm-hmm. As you know, you start believing. It's kind of like how if you tell lies so many times, you start believing the lie. Oh yeah. It's like if you tell yourself anything enough you're gonna start believing mm-hmm. it like if you're really fucking ugly but you keep telling yourself every day that you're pretty then you're gonna end up believing you're fucking pretty right that's what i do that's what i do every day that does not work yeah every morning it does for me <laughs> every morning every morning i get up and i tell myself 50 times in the mirror you're so beautiful justin you're so just over and over again i just keep fucking saying it 50 times I maybe a hundred i don't even believe that maybe you believe it <laughs> So the reality is if you raise your effort and you raise your focus, you elevate your reality. It's like um, things come in abundance, right? And I've always believed in the abundance mentality. If you if you act like, if you talk like, and if you um, if if you complete your task list every day, like a lot of money is about to come your way, then you're much more likely to obtain a lot of money, a lot of happiness, a lot of whatever it is, whatever flows in abundance, whatever you force to flow in abundance is going to come in an abundance. But you know, so many people aren't. Able able to grasp that abundance mindset of, Hey, there's going to be more money. Um, you know, the only thing that doesn't work with is time, mm-hmm. um, unfortunately, but it's interesting because if I look at, 
if I look at all the case studies in my life where like I've been the most backed against the wall or like between a rock and a hard place, mm-hmm. the just truly the, the more abundance minded I became like one day I'm going to not have financial stress mm-hmm. or one day, you know, people are going to hear my message or all the more, the more I spoke it into abundance and the more I allowed it to flow into abundance, the more it kind of came. Yeah. Right. Like every single time. Right. And it was interesting actually. Um, it was a funny LOL for me because AJ just moved down on what Friday mm-hmm. and on Friday she had a one year sign up. Oh wow. And it's like, that's an LOL. Like mm-hmm. you make a move across the country, like a big time move, mm-hmm. put your back against the ball and like good things happen. It's, right. it's like that karma that I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Like this, you getting paid off, yeah. right? Like you're doing the right thing. You're in the right place. Like life has a funny and way. Here's of a little, uh, pick me up to prove exactly you know, to say like, Hey, this is where you're supposed here's to be. Here's a sign. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Keep Here, doing what you're doing. Here's this sign to keep doing. Mm-hmm. This yeah. A hundred percent. Signs don't always that. have to be bad. No, yeah. no, but there's also bad signs. Too. <laughs> yeah, you, have, you have to be able <laughs> to read come. both. A hundred percent. And I think little things like, uh, like deja vu, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like when that happens calmly, I think that's like, that's kind of a sign that, Hey, you know, you're moving in the right direction. Things mm-hmm. like that. I think, I think that's really cool. But the issue is humans are inherently lazy and it takes an abundance of habits to overcome this. So understand this, and this is pretty fascinating to think about on the scale or the spectrum of how long advanced human beings such as you and I have been here on earth we're really not very far removed from the circumstances in which starvation was kind of always imminent you didn't really know where your next meal was coming from you had to go out and you had to do a ton of work to obtain that next meal then you had to get next meal back to base and you had to, you know, it was like a whole communion effort to make a meal happen for you not starve. It's thought that you were rewarded, um, or at least your genes were rewarded for being really good at getting food and for being really good at conserving energy when you weren't obtaining food. So, you know, in the evolution of human beings, what we are now, there was a point where you had two jobs. Obtain a meal and then rest after the meal. Mm-hmm. Like let like humans were able to figure out let everything else kind of kill each other off, and like we're gonna chill over here in this cave, and we're gonna establish enough defense to keep things that are predators to us out of this cave, and then when we go out, you know, we go out for one purpose and then we get the fuck back mm-hmm. and we just let y'all kind of maul each yep. other, right? So if you are too lazy and too unmotivated. To obtain food, you're going to die and you're going to fail to pass on your genes, which you know, is kind of the bare essence of why we're all here. If you're too hyperactive and too motivated to move around uh, when you weren't acquiring food, uh, especially when food was scarce, you'd burn too much energy. You're more likely to starve and you fail to pass on your genes. Well, again, that kind of defeats the purpose of why we're put here. Our motivation for exercise used to be obvious. If you weren't active enough hunting prey or gathering edible plants, we'd starve to death. Uh, You have to exercise. You have to go out and you have to stay physically fit because the more physically fit you are, the harder you are to kill Mm -hmm. and the easier you're going to kill other things. Even after we domesticated animals and developed agriculture, like farming and whatnot, we still had to be active in planting, tending, harvesting crops, raising livestock. This is all not very long ago. So in the modern world, many people find it very difficult to get motivated to exercise, to exercise intensely, to live like tomorrow's not guaranteed, um, which is something I talk about on here a lot with you guys. 
it takes a lot for people to just like not be lazy because like everything is kind of handed to you to an extent. Um, not to an extent. I mean, you can literally, literally live a life in this country where everything's handed to you. Yeah. Not, right. Well, you don't even have to leave your door to get you your literally shit delivered. Don't yeah. You work from home. Yeah. You don't have to leave your house ever. Yeah, you, you never really have to leave to. your comfort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you could easily set up a life where you don't have to leave your comfort. Uh-huh. Um, it would be pretty easy for us to do that. Yeah. Absolutely. Sounds fucking terrible. No, but it'd be we, easy we wouldn't like us. it. No, but it would be really easy this for us. The world right? is just about convenience. Now. Exactly. Everything because everything's so easy. Yep. And so inherently, people's just overall motivation to like excel in things and stay physically fit and all that stuff has you know just really really um, bottomed out if you will and actually um i'm not sure you know how reputable the cdc's guidelines are for like physical activity but apparently only one in five americans reach their guidelines for physical activity like and that guideline is probably pretty low it's probably very 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 low mm-hmm. yes yeah, so, i mean only 20 percent of people like there's such an obesity pandemic that we're just not uh really an epidemic because it's that, not convenient to go to the gym yeah and, it, and it's fucked up to tell people that you're fat and out of shape or it's just like not politically correct right there's a long conversation i was having with someone recently about um oh, i don't remember who it was about um, it was about someone who, you know, used to be part of our lives and how they really hated being told they like being held accountable by me. And, you know, they kind of bad me here and there because I held them so accountable. I like wouldn't let them, you know, search for pity or, um, get, you know, the attention is like, I would call, I would hold them very accountable, like grow up and mature. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, people don't like that. You know, people hate being caught on their shit, but there was a meme that I saw recently, a spark conversation about, you know, those are people that really love you and actually care about you. Mm-hmm. But most people don't want those people, um, you know, in their life. And, you know, it's kind of sad to see what's happened in that situation. Um, but everyone kind of knows someone like that. They can't be told reality. They can only be told what they want to hear. But think about this, like you're a bodybuilder or like you're a runner. Like you go back and you tell a caveman that you run long distances without reward of obtaining food. Or you just like willingly bulk your body as big as you possibly can so you can become less mobile for hunting. Like, again, when you look at the grand spectrum of how long we've been here, it wasn't long ago mm-hmm. that we had to go like hunt and kill our food, right? So, this is all so new to Americans. Humans are very poor at gauging how much we exercise, how much food we eat, how hard we exercise. We're poor at really our entire lives across the board at kind of thinking we're always busier than we actually are. Um, we're inherently narcissistic. So we think we're better than we actually are. Um, and I think being able to kind of pull away from like a, I always call it the 30,000 foot view and like assessing yourself from the outside. So imperative because your own confirmation bias, you're always going to try to tell yourself that you're okay. And I think, I, I think something that really changed my life around was starting to constantly search for where I'm not okay or where like my weak points are and like try to fill those in. Right. And when you start like searching, for, it's, it's kind of like the abundance kind of like manifestation. When you start searching for something, you're always going to find it. Mm-hmm. Like, man, you like, you always find weak points. You find, yeah. you find out mm-hmm. how many fucking weak points right, there are. Right. It's a little uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It's kind of concerning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, wow. Well, I really honestly, need some therapy. Yeah. I really need a lot of work. <laughs> like there's some help yeah. and no one can help me. Mm-hmm. Great. <laughs> but we're really poor at just gauging the way that we spend our time and how much effort we actually put into excelling at things in life so like think about it right now what are some things you actually excel in and what i mean by that is like what are things you're actually 
like significantly better than normal people at. The list isn't going to be very long. It's not very long for me. If you're over here on like 10, fucking 10, 15 things, I'm going to be really salty. If <laughs> I need to start listening to your podcast. <laughs> I got like three. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm trying to think right now. <laughs> like, like there's very few, uh, you, you know, but like, but you strive to get to that point. Like mm-hmm. you strive to, um, you know, put yourself in a position to have the talent to just be better than other people at whatever your passion is and whatever you really take up in. Like, I know that, you know, one of my biggest mentors, Jordan, and he doesn't really agree with this, uh, but like, I believe that's why you should be chasing your passions and trying to figure out how to turn your passions into, you know, financial prosperity because like something that you're truly passionate about you're going to attack so much harder because it's kind of part of the fire that burns inside of you, right? Do your 168. I think this is very important. I talked about it a few weeks ago. 168, that's 168 hours in the week, 24 times 7. Oh, that's my math really wrong. You guys are all doing the fucking I actually forgot to tell you that I did do that. <laughs> did you? Yeah. Oh, uh-oh. Uh-huh. Was it's it bad? It's bad, huh? Dude, it's You're wasting not, a lot of hours, I'm huh? wasting a lot. Yeah. I'm yeah. wasting 20 hours a week. Yeah, it's a lot of hours. Like, and that's just almost hours. a full day. Yeah, and like that take that's like not sleep. Like that takes out sleeping. Uh-huh. That takes out eating. That takes out training. Like 20 hours left over. Like 20 yeah, my, hours. I know my mind like used to be right around there. And it's like I oh, looked at like all fuck. the times that I was on my phone, how long yeah. I was on my phone, what I was doing on my yeah. phone. Yeah, your phone tracks all that. Your Everything. phone tracks how long you're mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. Like if you just if you. This is not something I do. This is something I've seen help other people. So in the gym, you keep a logbook, right? In your personal life, you keep a, a, a kind of logbook as well. How many hours was I on my phone this week? Um, how many people did I check up on this week? How much money did I save from not from making coffee at home and not stopping at like Starbucks every day this week? Um, like like little items like that. Mm-hmm. Um, how many times I hold the door for someone this week? Like, dude, it's, it, that turns into a competition. It's actually one of the ways that I think it's one of the points I'm talking about at the bottom that I'm just going to talk about now. That's one of the ways I think you circumvent or overcome laziness. You turn everything into a competition. And within gym, yourself. Yeah, within yourself. Mm-hmm. Within the gym, the logbook is a direct competition with yourself to ensure you're improving every single week. So find things like financials, professionals, um, uh, romantic relationships, socials, things like that. Um, like how, how much value you provided to other people and stuff like that. And like give yourself, again, take that 30,000 foot view. And if it's all something you can count, like I held the door open for four people today. Um, I smiled at five people today, like things like that. Um, which again is putting out that positive karma that I wholeheartedly believe comes back to you. Give yourself true grades week over week if you think you're improving in places in your life. Do you think you're improving in your money management? Do you think you're improving in your time management? We know little things like that. There's a value on it. Your banking account tells you and your phone tells you your time, you know, a lot of your time management. But understand your 168 is so big. So you take your 168 and that's kind of where all of your goals kind of would start within this notebook. Like I said, I've never done it myself. I have seen people do it um, and I've seen some psychologists and whatnot on Instagram talk about it. And I think that's something that could really, you know, kind of help you out. Um, I think a lot of people are very similar to me. I'm someone who, like I said, I'm, I'm inherently quite lazy. I, I prefer to work much smarter rather than um, harder because, you know, I enjoy my daily life. I enjoy my line of work and I like, I always want to enjoy it. 
Like, I don't think you should feel like you're a slave to your life. I feel like that's an hour, power, hour control. Like I talked about earlier, if you feel slave to your life, that's the culmination of the work you've done to get to this point, right? But with everything I do, I kind of find like the the the, the most effective um, and optimal way to like get something done, right? right? Mm-hmm. Like the way I program for clients is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It's just how my brain works. And I actually, I don't, I teach my coaches a different way than I actually do it because it only works for my brain. But I found through working with so many coaches and trainers and mentoring people over the years that like a majority of other people's brains work a different way. Mm-hmm. And that's like usually how I teach. Yeah, everybody understands things yeah. differently. But it's also like that's part of what we need to do is like we all need to figure out what's our way of problem solving, what's our way of troubleshooting. Because again, you know, a majority of us struggle with excelling a lot of things because you were taught to do it one way. But the one way, what you're taught to do, there's the end goal. And from that end goal, I think reverse engineering back to your starting point of wherever you're at now is really important to be able to do. Like, how's, if you can reverse engineer from the end goal all the way back to where you're at right now, the map that you're going to paint in, in, in that time, the picture you're going to paint, is going to be how it works for your brain. Right. And now you're going to be much more apt to actually like doing something. It's like you're, you're taught how to, uh, how to cut with a knife and a fork. Exactly. But you're a lefty. Exactly. But your parents taught you with your right hand. Exactly. But you're a lefty. Yeah. But how would you ever know if you have you never, to go yeah, back all the way back? You have to literally reverse engineer mm-hmm. all the way back. I think it's a really good skill to have to just be able to view something, again, from a 30,000-foot scope and be able to find the way that works for you. Do you ever notice at your gym how few people actually make noticeable progress in like six months' time or a year's time? It's because people are lazy with their fitness approach. And, you know, honestly, it shows. It's kind of the same with the intern in the office that's working their first job. Like, if I had, you know, a decently privileged life. And there's just minimal day-after-day improvement for months on end. It's like, man, you're, you're just as bad as the first day you were fucking here, right? Because the only way they know how to do things is the lazy way. And I fully believe how you do one thing is how you do everything, right? So, like... You find out an optimal way to train for yourself, and then you're going to find out an optimal way to improve other areas in life. You know, training is one of the only things that you can do that improves physical, mental, spiritual, literally every single you know training session that you have, right? There's not many other things uh, that do that the way weight training does. So can you fix lazy? I think that you can. And I have four points I want to talk to you about. Number one, extreme accountability. Hire someone to hold you accountable. We know that without financial investment, the likelihood of commitment being fulfilled is much, much lower. Like, so, so much fucking lower. If you're paying someone, you're probably going to follow through. That's why the coach that's going to charge you is a lot better than the coach who's going to be for free in a majority of the instances, right? Pay someone to hold you accountable for improvements. Coach is good for this. Mentors are good for this. Um... Um, you know, people who are in a position of where you want to be, hire those people, learn from them, have them hold you accountable. Find a competitive outlet. So this is one that I absolutely love. So you love writing. Enter writing competitions. You love chess? Go and play chess competitions. You enjoy golfing. Get into some golf leagues, sports rec leagues. You know, if you love training, bodybuilding competitions, anything where you're part of either winning or losing, at the end of the day, there's a clear-cut finish. Having a will to win a competitive event is going to give you a head start on the rest of your life, becoming a little bit more competitive. The more competitive in nature you become, the less lazy you're going to be because you're going to be striving for higher and higher levels of achievement. Beat the logbook or the notebook. I already talked about this. Create tangible goals in and out of the gym. Um, 
this week I saved X amount of dollars. This week I saved X amount of time scrolling socials. I provide X amount of value, et cetera, whatever it might be. A competitive drive to beat what you have done previously. This holds you to a standard. Now you're, you're learning self-accountability through this as well. It holds you to a standard of constantly improving. Make it habitual. Dude, it's like, I'm about to turn 28 here in what, about six weeks? Man, Holy I'm getting real close shit. to 30. I know, dude. I mean, it's so Do we fucking even celebrate close to 30. At this point? No, no. No, we stopped at 25. Although, you know, every year I was talking to Keith about this. Every year I get, I get a little hotter, a little bigger, a better beard, a little more cash. Okay. So, like, so Let's we see should how ce- long this goes. That. Let's celebrate we'll that. We'll celebrate that. Not the numerical value yeah, next no. to your name. No. Just let's just celebrate. I think I'm a good till 30. And at 30. You're calling I'm it? A, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I'm calling it at 30. Calling it. <laughs> You've only ever seen fake IDs that go up in age. You've never seen fake IDs that go down in age. Benjamin Button. Yeah, Benjamin You're Button. Reversing. I'm, I'm reversing, dude, okay. from 99 to 1. So, for your 31st birthday, it'll be your 29. 29th. See? Okay. Fake ID. My and mom I, used to yeah. say uh, 31, uh, 30 plus 1. 30 plus 1. 30 yeah. plus 2. Yeah, that's pretty good. 30 that's plus pretty three. good. <laughs> she was always, but, it was always that 30. But then but then it gets, then you start getting to 30 plus 8, and it's like, oh, fuck, I'm really close to 40 plus, 40 plus 1. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm 40 plus 0, no big deal. <laughs> 30 plus 12. So make it a bitch, These aren't, they're, they're, there's no days off from competitiveness, and you have to understand I've been somewhat lazy for 28 years. So if I want to change that every single day, I have to do something that forces that to change, right? Like this isn't just a small habit that was formed in the last week or so. This is breaking the way that you function, operate and think as a human. So you're probably going to want to do this for days on end, for months on end. And again, it's another step of self accountability, but I just gave you three pretty easy, you know, routes to, to achieve that. And the gym being logbook every day is one. Having a notebook of you know your personal life week over week is one. We've we, we have to be able to practice this consistently over time. It's just like anything else. If you want to excel at a high level, you want to truly separate yourself and be something special, someone unique, someone that people you know really look up to because of the work you've put in and the reward that you've got out of it. You have to live through that every single day. So elevate your habits, elevate your life. A degree of laziness is okay. There's a time and a place. But if it's inhibiting growth, we need to change. Episode 154, I'll see you next time.